Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. To God, hallelujah. Heavens are opened over you in this month. Don't you say loud amen to that? Please take your seats this morning in the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. Please, to your neighbor, left or right, and tell them, Happy New Month. Tell them, like you were not forced to say, tell them, say, neighbor, from my heart. Say it with, like a preacher, say, from my heart. So, people are not looking at their neighbors. Look at them, look at them. They say, talk is in the eyes. Say, neighbor, from my heart, I wish you a happy new month. Say this month will be your month of open heavens. Say I declare. Say like you put Say I prophesy. Oh God. Say I prophesy that this month is your month of open heavens. Put your hands together for Jesus this morning. Glory to God. Praise God. So we started out in January, some three weeks ago, talking about favor. And last week, we couldn't talk about the favor. We couldn't conclude that um, teaching. So today, by God's grace, I would complete that. And then from next week, we go into love, relationships. Somebody say, huh? Are you ready for that from next Sunday? Praise God. It will be practical, eye-opening. Some of you, before February ends, you'll be engaged. And some will be disengaged. <laughs> Praise God. Maybe because you're in the wrong one. Amen. All right, Daniel. 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 Glory to God. Are we safe? Daniel. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6 from verse 1 to 3. By the way... Each time you don't come to church, you should strive or not strive. You should ensure you listen to the message. You know, it's like you skip a meal, all right? Or all you're taking is maybe protein. You know, you miss your meal or like you miss your, your medication. You know, it's a, it's a dosage. You know, you, you cannot take it in the morning and not take it in the afternoon. So for it to work, it has to be your dosage has to be complete for it to work. Do you agree with that? So the same thing, if you miss any teaching in church, you should run to the YouTube, you know, channel or Instagram or somewhere or the audio and listen to it and soak it in. Even those who were in church should still listen. Because faith cometh by hearing, Romans 10, 17, and hearing by the word. There's some echo. You should know that by now. Praise God. So we need to ensure that, you know, we take in these things. And that's how it produces results in our lives. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So I said all that to say that we should listen to the messages preached in this month. Uh, sorry, in January. Listen to them. Some you have to go back as far back as two months ago three months ago and soak it in. If you have any need or you have any struggle in your life, maybe you're struggling with faith. There have been teachings done on faith. You can go and listen to it and boost your faith. Praise God. I'm not impressed with this sound. You have to fix it. Praise God. Daniel 6 Daniel 6 verse 1 to 3. If you're there, say yes, I'm there. If you're not there, say wait for me. Glory to God. It says, He pleased Darius to appoint 120 satraps to rule throughout the kingdom with three administrators over them. One of them was Daniel. The satraps were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss. Now Daniel was Daniel, not Daniel, so distinguished himself among the administrators 
and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Praise God. Can I have the KJV? Can I have the KJV? He says, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes. He was preferred. Somebody say preferred. I can't hear somebody say preferred. He was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the old realm. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will bless your word. In the name of Jesus, let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus. Now, just say, say loud amen. I can't hear your loud amen this morning. I want to talk this morning about invoking God's favor. Invoking God's favor. Last two weeks, I spoke about the mystery of favor and I defined what favor is. You should go listen to that. Praise God. And I said favor is one of the unexplainable mystery God has set in place to lift men. Then we spoke about favor, meaning to gain approval, acceptance, special benefits, or blessings. We said favor means approval, support, liking for someone or something. We said favor means to feel or show approval or preference for someone or for something. We said favor means to treat someone better than you treat other people, especially in an unfair way. And I said that favor is not fair. Praise God. I said, praise God. And I spoke about the effect of favor, 10 effects of favor. So today I want to talk about how to invoke God's favor. And I started this, um, I think it was last two Sundays. The number one is prayer. Prayer. In Luke 3, 21, which is our anchor um, text or scripture for this month, the Bible says when Jesus was baptized, all right, at John's baptism, the Bible says that as he was praying, the heavens was opened or opened over him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So the voice of approval came, glory to God. And it was because he went with a different attitude. He went with a different you know, perspective. He went there praying. If you read that text, you realize that a lot of people went for that baptism. But he went, all right, with a different perspective, with a different attitude. Praise God. Number two, to invoke God's favor is righteousness. Hebrews 1 says, because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity, therefore the Lord your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your contemporaries. And we established that righteousness in this context talks about the quality of being right in the eyes of God, including your, your character, your conscience, and your command, which is your word. Praise God. And a typical example of that is found in the book of Hester when Mordecai uncovered a conspiracy against the king. So even though he was not rewarded immediately, eventually he was rewarded. And we see in Exodus 6 that the king could not sleep until he was rewarded. Praise God. Number three this morning, how to invoke God's favor. Number three is excellent spirit. Excellent spirit. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 1 verse 20. Daniel chapter 1 verse 20. Daniel chapter 1 verse 20. It says in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better. Come on, say ten times better. He found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole realm. One of the things we said about favor is that favor means special benefits or preferential treatments. And this we see in Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. The Bible says that Daniel was preferred 
He was preferred above all the other persons who were working with the king at the time because he had an excellent spirit. Praise God. Now, Daniel was preferred not because he was the one who prayed the most. Daniel was preferred not because he was the one who fasted the most. Even though he prayed because you will see that he would pray three times in a day and all, all of those things. But he was not preferred because he did all of those things. He was preferred because an excellent spirit was found in him. Glory to God. And sometimes this is where believers miss it. When it comes to experiencing God's favor in one's life, we are always praying. We are always fasting. When sometimes what we need to demonstrate is an excellent spirit and the favor we are seeking for will be ours. Glory to God. Say glory to God. We have a lot of believers who do not understand how things work out there. So, you are not going to be promoted at work because you are the finest Christian in town. People will not buy from you because you speak good English. Glory to God. Right? People would patronize you. People would give you favor because you have an excellent spirit. Glory to God. And I always say this, prayer is not enough. Last two Sundays, we prayed we are not you with oil. We imparted you with blessings and favor. But trust me, those will not come to anything if you do not possess an excellence. Let me say amen to that. Glory to God. So we have to understand this. That you will not get any special benefits, alright? Because you, are, you come to church. Because you are grace made. You can say that all you can. Oh, I'm grace made. If you do not get down to these things and understand that you need an excellent spirit. Glory to God. In Ecclesiastes 9:11, you know, we are very quick to say that it's not by power, it's not by might. The race is also the swift. But you see, God was trying to let us see that the race is not to the swift. But guess what? You must be swift. I hear what I'm saying this morning. So you can say that oh, the race is not to be swift, but basic standard, you have to be swift. The battle is not to be strong. Yes, I believe, I agree, but you have to be strong. He says, No, nor does food come to the wise. So even though food does not always come to the wise, you must be wise. You must be strong. You must be swift. Glory to God. Say glory to God. I want you to look at your neighbor with an attitude and tell them, I refuse to be average in my life. One of the things that, that you see when you are not destined for favor is when you say things like, let's manage it like that. Anybody who talks like that is positioning themselves for disfavor. Because the way God operates, in fact, the Bible says in Psalm 8 verse 4, Oh Lord thy God, how excellent is your name. Imagine that the way God created the heavens, someday he made a mistake and then the heaven collapsed. Or he made a mistake and then you stop breathing. Your breathing just stops. God is, is a perfect God. He's an excellent God. And the spirit you carry on your inside is an excellence. Don't say amen to that. You have an excellent spirit. You are not ordinary. You cannot produce the same results that the astrologers, that the magicians are producing. You cannot be comfortable with mediocrity, with a life of average. You cannot. Glory to God. Say glory to God. You have to refuse to be average in your life. The definition of a man having an excellent spirit is that he is ten times better 
and his contemporaries. So in everything you do, for you to command favor in your field of, of, of operation, of endeavor, you have to be, the minimum is ten times better. If the world sings well, you have to sing ten times better. If they do business in a certain way, you have to do it ten times better. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? I know some of these things, you know, is not common in church, but this is the word of God. You are into fashion. You can be ten times better. Not that today you say that I will deliver. Have you seen people that deliver people's clothes after the wedding is completed? Some of us have had nasty experience with your tailors. After that, did you go back to them? He said, never again. Because people come into disfavor because they do not have an excellent spirit. You have to be ten times better. Sometimes we are just so comfortable with praying and we have a generation of believers who all they want to do is to pray and God forbid that I raise people like that in grace but God forbid that all you want to do in your life is to pray and fast and expect that things will begin to happen for you. It doesn't work that way. Even Jesus said I must walk. The spirit you carry is not an average spirit. The spirit you received at new birth is a perfect, excellent spirit. That spirit that has the capacity to produce, it says there is a spirit in man and the inspiration, the breath of God gives him understanding. You see that testimony that we read about telling you to meet something in three months and in two months you did it. That's the kind of spirit that we carry. That you say that, you know what? Give me two months. Everybody did it in ten months. I'll do it in one month. They did it in ten years. I'll do it in one year. What my contemporaries did in ten years, I'll do it in one year. Because I possess a different spirit. I'm not from here. Glory to God. My results cannot be the same as the results of people in the world. Because I carry a different spirit. Glory to God. Number two, how to invoke God's favor. Skill. Skill. In the same Ecclesiastes 9-11, the Bible says that favor to men of skill now watch the progression. It says, I've seen, can I have the KJV? Please be fast. KJV, KJV version. Glory to God. Ooh. It says, I return and saw that the son that the race is not to the swift, nor the body to the strong, neither yet favor to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding. It says, nor yet favor to men of skill. Those that receive favor in life, are men of skill. Those that receive favor in business are men of skill. Those that receive favor in the workplace are men and women of skill. And I, I studied the word skill in this, in this context. It's the Greek word yada. I'm going to say yada. Say yada. Then it was in the neighbor. I can speak Hebrew. Say yada. Yada. Yada, it means knowledge. It means experts, experts. It says, and skilled people don't necessarily, that's the good word translation, and skilled people don't necessarily receive special treatment. One of my sons was telling me how that they are into construction and he said that he can't believe the kind of privileges that they've enjoyed because they are skilled in what they do. People flying you, you know, to go and do some work for them. I want to tell you this. You can write it down. There's nothing free in this life. 
if you see anything free, somebody paid for it. Have you not noticed that there's nothing called beauty allowance? Have you noticed that? That your beauty in the scheme of things makes no meaning. That it is skill that makes you command value and attention in the marketplace. People have no regard for anyone who is mediocre. People have no regard for anyone who does not have skill. Don't be a singer. Be a skilled singer. I want to show you something. Psalm 78. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 78, 72. Psalm 78, 72. 78, 72. It says, So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Show me the message translation. By the integrity of his heart. So even though you have integrity, if you don't have skill, you cannot do well. It says, it's good, his good heart made him a good shepherd. He guided the people wisely and well. See, there's, even if they helped you to get a job, you need skill to remain on that job. Even if he married you because you are beautiful, you need skill to remain in the marriage. You need skill. You need character. So people can dash you things. Have you ever seen people that you gave out nice things to? And then you look out for those things after two, three, four, five months. And you are wondering, talk to me, guys. Talk to me, anybody like that. And you are wondering, ah, this same thing I was using it to. Skillfulness. It's a skill to manage and multiply money. That is the reason why people would do, and if you're here, you still play, you still play bets. You play betting. That you think that that betting is your means to prosper. Right? I mean, I know one of my sons here, he does brand ambassador for, you know, that's fine. But like you think that it's through betting you will prosper. Should I go break the table now? Have you shattered the table? How can you think that betting is the way that if you... Oh God. How do you want to do that? The reason the first Adam had issues was because he grew up all of a sudden. So when God was going to introduce the second and the last Adam, he made him to be born in a manger. He came as a baby. Because you cannot skip process. If you don't do premarital counseling, you will do postmarital counseling. You can't, you can't skip process. It takes skill to grow resources. It takes skill to grow wealth. It takes skill to get promoted at work. It takes skill to know the kind of course to take. It takes skill to know where to visit part-time. It takes skill. So grace made, you have to be skillful. He led them with the integrity of his heart and the skillfulness of his hand. And you have to understand that what we are spending out there is skill. 
Glory to God. Because there is politics everywhere, but your skill can stand you out. Where two or three are gathered, there is politics. I'm telling you. So you have to understand that you need skill. What is that thing you're doing? If you are, if you are into business, can you be the best businessman? If you are into makeup, can you be so skilled that nobody can, nobody rejects what is great? Have you ever seen people that you hate, but they are so knowledgeable that you cannot, even if you don't like them, you cannot despise the knowledge they possess. Anybody like that? You have seen people like that before. You don't like them. But when they talk, they make sense. Somebody say amen to that. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? Skill. The next one is diligence. Diligence. Genesis 39. Genesis 39 verse 1 to 6. Glory to God. Genesis 39 verse 1 to 6. The Bible says, Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household, and all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. Verse 6, so Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care, with Joseph in charge. He did not concern himself with anything except the food he had. This is a man who was a diligent man. Diligence provokes favor. And we see this play out every time in the scriptures. And the story of Joseph is a classic example of how diligence can provoke favor. Yes, it is good to be imparted with oil, anointed with oil. We lay hands and we lay legs on you and we lay body on you. If you are not diligent, you cannot experience favor. There is such a thing as frustrating the grace of God. Galatians 2.21 says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. When you are being imparted, when you are being anointed with oil, and you are not diligent, what you are doing is that you are frustrating the grace of God. You are frustrating the oil you've been anointed with. I want to ask you a question. Be sincere. If you have a business, for example, can you handle your business to yourself? Can you hand over your business to yourself? Now, look at what happened here because we need to understand what was going on here. Somebody handed over his entire life, literally, to someone. The question is, how many Josephs do we have around here? Yesterday, I went to wash my car, and then, you know, a guy was, was complaining, and he said, oh, the boss is wicked. The boy said, can you, can you make, and, <laughs> let, uh, okay, let, let me, let me just say it, let me say it. Uh, oh, so the guy said that, Okay, let me say it. There are some things that if you want real prosperity, real prosperity, you have no business 
doing those things. You can do them for talking real prosperity, e.g., Babin Saloon. There are things that you, you know in your heart that if you want to handle real wealth, real wealth, are you hearing what I'm saying? So this guy, I know somebody was telling me, oh, you know, yeah. have you ever seen among the richest people in the world that this one, is that this one, as Babin Saloon, have you ever seen it before in your life? You will never find. So, if you're here, you have to begin to think big. There are some things you have no business doing. Somebody told me, come and open car wash. I said, for what? What are they doing there? So, I was in this place yesterday, and there are some businesses that you know that they are the one that will ruin you. You know it. So, I went to this guy, and he said, oh, that's, they the, the said your guy is a wicked person. That the money I'm supposed to pay him, that should transfer the money, that Jerry, that should transfer it into his account. That he should not go to the company's account, that he should go into his account. I said, for what? Say, ah, that this place, the, God, the guy is wicked, though. Ah. I said, boy, he said, ah, that I should use it to help him, to encourage him for the work he's doing. Ah. How many of you can hand over what you do to somebody else? But this man Joseph, the king, the Potiphar, handed everything over to him. And the thing was growing. There was increase. Can you be like that? Can you be like that? It's not just favor that makes you to enter an industry. And then in three and a half years, you already become a managing director. It's not just favor, sir. It's not just favor. Because sometimes we want to explain everything out and say that, but boy, you call lucky. No. Luck means you labor under correct knowledge. There's a way that you position yourself, there's a way that you walk. You cannot downplay diligence. Somebody said, oh, I'm not working hard. I'm working smart. You cannot succeed without hard work. You cannot do smart work. What are you talking about? You can work smart, but you, you need to work hard. You have to be diligent. You cannot be sleeping every time. You are expecting favor. You get what I'm saying? Daniel, the Bible says, when they told them that, you know what, the king had the dream and all of that, the Bible says he called a prayer meeting. He and his friends, they prayed all night. There are some certain things you cannot un unpack with some kind of, even it takes diligence in the word. Diligence in prayer. Be diligent. Just be diligent to know the state of your flock. It takes diligence in prayer. Diligence in study of the word. Diligence in he says, I, I don't see anything. Say, go back, go back, go back. You you failed. Go back again. Go back. Go and check. Seven times. Say, oh, I see the hand of it. Yeah, yeah. You cannot say, Oh, favor, favor. Oh, my head carry favor. I am telling you, if you're not diligent, that you are going to frustrate the grace of God upon your life. Say, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me. That's not me. Diligent, say, I will be diligent. Paul said, by the grace of God, says, I am what I am. And the grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labor abundantly than ye all. Say, yet not I, but the grace of God which is upon me. Even grace makes your diligence look like it's easy. The grace of God or the anointing is not a replacement for man's diligence. It's supposed to be a, sub, a supplement for it. You cannot have a business and you post once in two weeks. 
and you are expecting favor. You, you may not find it. You know, there are people that, you know, I just laugh sometimes on Instagram. When people go for one month, they, say, they, they now come and say, did you guys miss me? Your girl is back now. What are you, what are you even talking about? See, your girl is back. Did you miss me? We are ready for business now. What, what are you doing? Patronize us. Your girl is back. You that you should, they should carry cane and beat you. People will now start commenting. Oh, good to have you back. I mean, what are, what are we even doing? There's one of our brothers here, he sells cars. I'm, I, I told him, I said, he's a good businessman. You, if you stumble into his status, you, even if you're not planning to buy a car, you'll just be seen. Brother, boy, he's here. By the way, he sells good cars. Praise God. Free advert. Amen. You are HR. You, you are into HR. We don't even know you're into HR. So we just go and just, just, just come and say, wow, you think life is a joke? Wow, you miss me? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? You know, some people think life is a joke. Like everything is fun. Like, wow, I'm back. It's because some girls not wired you, that's why. <laughs> you know, they say, be diligent. Say, this year, be diligent. Glory to God. The next one. Humility. First Peter 5.5. 5. God receives the proud. But he gives more grace. He gives more favor. To the humble. There's nothing that chases favor from a man than pride. When a man is proud, what he's saying indirectly to God is that he doesn't need God. The Bible says the meek will inherit the hurt. God shows favor to the weak. People who are despised in their own eyes. Glory to God. You know, I'm blessed reading the, the, the book of Hester. How that Vashti lost her position because of pride, because of arrogance. And Esther got promoted, got favored in the eyes of the king Saxis because she was humble. God resists the proud. He giveth more grace, more favor to the humble. So favor can be amplified in a man's life. Humility, accepting that you don't know. Accepting that you are not always right. You are not always correct. You don't know it all. Glory to God. God and if God is the one resisting you, you have no hope. God resists the proud. He gives more grace to the humble says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. Second Chronicles 7.14 One of the signs of humility is prayer. That you know that, ah, I cannot do this by my own power. That this career, I cannot do it by my own power. That's why you have to be mindful about the choice of your words. We go run now. You, you can't run nothing. God resists the proud. He gives more grace to the humble. So you think you have a level of favor. God says, I will increase it if you are humble. Be teachable. Shall humble themselves and pray. And seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear, then I will hear from heaven. I said, Lord, this relationship, this marriage, I cannot run it by myself. I need your help. This job, these targets that have been given at work 
by my own power, I cannot achieve it. I rely on you to help me fix this. I rely on you to help me run this business. I rely on you to help me run this career. You know, there are people who rely so much on their skill, on their competence, on their resources. You have to be mindful of what you say. You know, people who say things like, I don't need anybody. I'm good. That's a statement of pride. Pride. Oh, you know, I'm a one-man mopo. Stop saying things like that. You are proud. You need God. You need to pray. If you're humble enough, you will run to the place of prayer. Say, Lord, help me. I can't fix it by myself. There are times I've, I've said to God, I said, God, my marriage, I need your help. I need your wisdom. Different times, you have to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in duty. I want to say amen to that. Glory to God. So you have to be humble. The next one is sacrifices and offerings to God. Genesis chapter 4, verse 2 to 4. Genesis chapter 4, verse 2 to 4. One of the things that compels God to favor someone is their gifts, their sacrifice. It says, and she again bet his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Verse 3. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect. Some version says, and the Lord had favor unto his offering. So, there are some kind of givings that you give in the house of God that provokes God's favor upon your life. Someone say amen to that. The next one is wisdom through mentorship. It provokes favor. With wisdom through mentorship, you can invoke the favor of God because you'll be told what to do. The actions to take, how to conduct yourself, to trigger the favor you are asking for. There's a way. See, let me tell you something. There are people who have gone ahead of you. Jeremiah 6, 16. Say, ask for the ancient parts. God has positioned people in your life. That just, I mean, I was blessed. Read the book of Esther. You know that Esther got into favor because she listened to Mordecai. Because she listened. The first thing he told her was, do not reveal your nationality. Don't tell them where you're from. Glory to God. Wisdom will tell you that it's not every place that you are that you talk. There are some quarters that you get to that all you need to do is to keep quiet and be looking. Say, do you have anything to say? Oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. Just go ahead. Go ahead. I'm with you. Go ahead. Have you ever taken some people to some places? Maybe one of your friends went to a place with you and they are about to you're saying, oh, <laughs> the girl, she's so lucky. Sometimes words can chase favor away. There's a way to conduct yourself and you get that through mentorship. You understand. That's why if you're, if you're here, you are a single person.
been there for years. And I said, how do you guys operate here? How do you guys do it here? How was language of your boss is law, is gift. You've been working in that company, you've never given a gift to that boss. And you're wondering why you have not been promoted. Some of you, the, the love language, I'm going to talk about that in the course of February. The love language of your boss is quality time. Quality time. It affects everything. You can't say, ah, sir, are you around tomorrow? Let me just come over to the house. Well, if they are single, please. I beg you, and you are a lady. Wisdom through mentorship. There's a guy that was planning to get married. And he said, that, ah, Eo, that when the wives give birth, you just leave the room for them. You leave the room for them. You just be carrying their baby. You go to another room. Ah, I, I, I don't say I can't do. Single guy. I looked at him. I smiled. I said, wow. You just leave the room for them. <laughs> wow, wise man. You will leave the room for them. Maybe you want to enter Jerusalem. Ah, uh, Do you understand what I'm saying? You will go and meet that room. You know, it, sometimes singles talk a lot. They brag. They brag. If anybody tries that rubbish with me, if you t <laughs> a woman talk to me anyhow, if you try that rubbish with me, whoa, you will be humbled. The first day my wife looked at me and said, Shame! I wanted to enter the ground. I said, What? When they now add your son name, then you know that your offense is, is a grievous offense. You did not add your other name. Shame or shame so femi out. Something do you wisdom. I remember my pastor told me. I don't shout on a woman. I used to shout a lot. What's all this? What's all this? Imagine how shouting looks on me. What's all this? Rubbish. Why are you talking like this? Look at now. Think now. You want to go to son now? Think. But now. Oh, wow. Uh, you mean... You know, sometimes in your life, experience. Some of you, man, you are too, you are too uptight. You just, everything is not by power. Women listen more when they are loved. Your gentleness has made me great. That was a scripture my pastor showed me. Have you not noticed that the more you shout, the more she's rebellious? Have you not noticed? Women. Women, the more you shout, more they say, Whoa, what's going on? You know what Jethro told Moses? He said, Where you are going, you, hey, whoa, you will, you will, number one, you will wear yourself out, you will wear the people that are on the queue, you are going to pass Exodus, go and read it. He taught him principle of delegation. He was teaching him because of his own daughter. Because he doesn't want her to come back home. Oh, she's married. <laughs> Praise God. The last one, as I wrap this up, 
when you start doing, sometimes you meet favor when you start doing. See, some, sometimes is as you go, you'll be cleansed. Some of you are too calculative. You don't know that favor is waiting for you at the end of the tunnel. You are waiting for everything to be perfect. I call them analysis paralysis. You analyze everything. We are not ready. Go, show me 1 Samuel 10, 7. 1 Samuel 10, 7. 1 Samuel 10, 7. Please be fast. 1 Samuel 10, 7. Glory, glory, glory to God. Are we together? 1 Samuel 10, 7. It's taking too long. Glory to God. 1 Samuel 10, 7. Praise God. The hard copy is the most reliable. 1 Samuel 10, 7. It says... Once these signs are fulfilled, do whatever your hand finds to do. God is with you. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. What did he, what did he do? He went about doing what? Doing. Doing. Some of you would never see favor until you start doing until you move. You will never see full favor in manifestation. Some of you, you are waiting to have money before you get married. As you fix the date, favor will open up. The moment I fixed my date for wedding, some weeks after, I got salary increments. Double. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Jesus, Peter did not walk on water until he stepped on the water. Some of you need to step on waters. Walk on water. Go and do it. I remember Dr. Florence said she was going to do a project. She said, oh, he's too ex- Ah, How will I achieve it? Ah, she said that he was running over a million. I said, how oh, is this going to happen? I said, just start. That's the way it works. Start doing. And when she put it out, favors are coming in from everywhere. That's how it works. You are not seeing favor because you are not doing. Put it out there. I'm now so so and so. Put it out there and trust God. Glory to God. If you can't chew it, God will help you chew it. Glory to God. You would never see the best of God in lack of fear. The most favor you would ever receive in your life is when you step out in faith. Step out in dossier the Lord. Put it out there. You will see favor waiting for you. You want to buy a car, start doing. Yeah, look at the four lepers. They said, if we stay here, we die. If we go to the city, we die. You are better off. It is better to, to die while trying than to never try at all. What if it fails? What if it succeeds? <laughs> what if it succeeds? What if that breakthrough, your next level of favor, is just waiting for your action? It's just waiting for your movements. This is a year of movements. Move, go. Just do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. Tell them, I say, neighbor. In fact, stand to your feet and go to five and tell them, just do it. Just do it. You've been talking too much. You've been analyzing too much. Just go do it. God, do it. God, talk to her. God, go price the car. Just do it. Stop analyzing. Just do it. 
Just do it. And let God handle the rest for you. Let God help you through it. Go and find out what it costs to travel out of Nigeria. Just do it. Make a move. Get your visa. Get your passports. Get your driver's license. Just anticipate that God will do great things. Woo! Glory to God. You are not making waves because you are not making moves. Make moves this year. And don't make ordinary moves. Make big moves. Make big moves. Make big moves. Lift your two hands up. And say, Lord, by your leading, I will move. I will do. Some of you, you've, you've talked too much. You talked last. Do you want to talk this year again? Just a bunch of talkers. Stop talking. Go and write the book. Stop talking. I'll write the book. I'll write the book. Go, go and do it. I would, I'm going to do it. Stop. Just do it. And let God wait for you at the end. Even if you make mistakes, God will cause all things to work together for your good. But this year, you have to try. You have to move. And believe God to see miracles. Imagine we didn't start Grace Made. Where will you be this morning? Anything can thrive. But what if you never start? What if you never do it? What if you never ask that lady out? What if you never write the book? Never fix the date. Glory to God. You will do something this morning if you're here, you are not born again. You want to give your heart to Christ. The first step is to surrender your heart to God and come to him and come home. All eyes bowed, all eyes closed. If you're here today, you want to give your life to Christ. Just raise your right hand high above your head. I want to pray with you this morning. Anybody like that this morning? I can see you. God bless you. God bless you. Please raise it, raise it high above your head. Raise it high above your head. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Watch us please attend to that brother there. Raise it high again. I can see you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord. Because your word will have a free course and be glorified in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Somebody say, believe in amen. Glory to God. Look at you know, and say, neighbor, don't forget what pastor said. Start doing. Say, neighbor, stop harassing me with talks. Stop harassing me with, with talks. Go and do it. Go and do it. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show Oshibeson or at Grace Made NG.